Hey, yo, it's sick and wrong. This is Tracy Morgan. I just wanted to let you know that I love your show, and I want you to keep going on with the dogs. Thanks a lot. Peace. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. Wackerly. What's up, Wackerly? You got that slide whistle there? I'm kicking it. Hell yeah. So, uh, back here for episode 240 of Sick and Wrong. And we're actually kind of on time this week for a change. I think we're going to win back the audience, one listener at a time. They'll believe in us again. Yo, midweek podcraft schedule. (laughs) So how was the weekend there, Wacker? It was very active. I spent some time on the river. Yeah, didn't you? You went on the rafting trip that I... Yes, rafted my ass off. And unfortunately, I actually had to work, so I I avoided it, even though at the same time... do you really think I would have enjoyed something like that? No, no, no. I would not have recommended you. It would have just been nonstop... Bitching, nasally yeah. voice, just right. like complaining about the sunlight, the water, everything. Yeah, we probably would have dropped a rock on you a la Piggy. Yeah, but weren't there some, I guess there weren't any single chicks that were in bikinis. Dude, the, you don't understand. The river is wall-to-wall people getting hammered, like not with you know other groups of people. There, there's chicks in bikinis all over the place. So it's just a bunch of like, yeah, I, guess it, I guess it is kind of yeah, like that. It's like an 80s movie. The funny thing was, everywhere you looked... There's a chick taking pictures for her Facebook page. There's a chick taking pictures for her Facebook page. It was everywhere was like, uh, Facebook moment, Facebook moment. So uh, I didn't see any YouTube material, but a lot of people making their own Facebook moments. What about, so our friend who's, whose birthday was, I bet you he got some good, some quality Facebook photos from that. I don't know. Nobody wanted to bring their digital camera, right? Because you're on the river and you're, you're most likely going to drop it in the river. I, I lost my prescription sunglasses. Uh, so he had one of those old disposable film daguerreotype machines, or I guess it was an actual film camera, but I haven't seen the pictures yet because he's probably waiting for them to come back from the photo mat. <laughs> I don't even know where there Actually, is a photo to, yeah, mat. Can you even get where pictures, do you get developed, pictures developed I think you have to do it in your own bathtub. Learn how to develop film yourself. So yeah. were there any hijinks? Oh, tons of hijinks. It was all hijinks. So, I mean, did you... Did you tip over some, you know, your your friend's raft? Like, well, what happens on the river? I, I've never done that before. Well, the what happens on the river stays on the river. <laughs> no. So it wasn't. It didn't turn into like deliverance because that's what I was thinking was going to happen. No, the major hijink is, is there's these old creepy pervs that you know they do this every weekend. Although you know you're only seeing them one the, t- the one time because I don't go to the river every weekend. Just fat guys. Yeah, and like their favorite like, beer emblazoned yeah. on their T-shirt. Yeah, so they go. I don't Teen know. If they, I don't know if they live nearby or they drive from far Tevas. away. <laughs> Tevas, <laughs> Tevas, <laughs> probably. Their feet are underwater, and I didn't. I didn't go for an underwater look. But they have these big water cannons, and they just stand in one spot, like at a bend. And whenever hot chicks come by, they they spray these huge water cannons at them, and they're like, ha oh, ha oh, oh. And then you know those plastic truck nuts. Oh, yeah. Those are popular probably in that area. Is co- that Sacramento, right? Is that where it was? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. The American River in Sacramento. 
a couple of the dudes had those plastic truck nuts tied to the ends of their water cannons. Not big fans of subtlety. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's uh, very symbolic. Yeah. I'm wondering... I, ma- I imagine the chicks must have dug that, though. I'm wondering... The girls who were with us or just girls in general? <laughs> Women in general. Yeah, Those guys probably, probably get some ass. Yeah. I told them to like make sure their vaginas were closed up because you never know what's in that water can. <laughs> but I wonder if it ever works. If ever, you know, any of the ladies ever stop and row over and they're like, yeah, man, fucking wet t-shirt let's ca- contest. Let's, ca- let's, let's cash this check. Your water cannon's writing. Dude, you've seen Girls Gone Wild? It takes less than that. I actually haven't seen laid. Girls Gone Wild. Why would I watch that? It's just a half-ass porn. Liar. Half-ass porn. If I want porn, I watch real porn. I don't know. I'm, I, 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 Gaping I, anuses. I've seen it before. But yeah, I guess I mean with the internet, why, why, why watch yeah, Girls Gone Wild? Dumb. Who pays for so that did, So did everyone get pretty wasted and have to drive home for like three hours? Oh, very drunk. The only nice. saving The only saving grace is we, we sort of ran out of alcohol maybe three quarters of the way through. So I kind of sobered up. I did some swimming alongside the raft. Nice. <laughs> but I, it sounds like but I missed some out others on in the it. group weren't so sober when we got in the car for the, you know, two-hour drive home. Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, I think everybody made it all day all right. in the hot sun. Yeah, I think everybody made it all right. But. Oh, that's good. You know, my weekend. Uh, well, it doesn't really compare to that. There's no nature uh, no activities. Trouble. But I did actually end up uh, doing something kind of cool this weekend. Saturday night, I went and saw Bobcat Goldthwait at a uh, Cobb's Comedy Club. The old Bobcat. Old Bobcat. Bet you thought he was dead. I bet you you thought he was dead. He's not. I knew he wasn't dead. He just directed that movie, The Robin Williams. Yeah, he did uh, World's Greatest Dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a fine movie. But you no, know, but he kind of fell off the, the comedy circuit. I mean, I don't even know the last time he did uh, stand-up anywhere. No, I wish I actually wish I, you would have invited me. Sniff. You know, well, weren't you? I thought you were doing like sci-fi club <laughs> or something. I was. I had better things. I should have. You know, it was a total spur of the moment thing. I was looking at the paper. I'm like, well, Bobcat Goldthwait. It was only like 20 bucks. Went and I think checked I it also out. saw it at the last minute, yeah. Well, I went and checked it out and uh, well worth it. I mean, you, you see a 25-year-old seasoned comedy veteran. And this guy just for an hour was up there and just killed it. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. But uh, yeah, but very funny guy. A lot of uh, a lot of his stuff is. And what's cool too is remember when we saw Gilbert Gottfried, who's also a seasoned veteran. Yes, do I? <laughs> but Gilbert Gottfried, I wouldn't necessarily say killed the audience. I was laughing the whole time. I was laughing the whole time. I don't think he killed it. I think his it's impressions just like, were weird. Great. Yeah, but he was doing impressions of like what, what was that uh, red buttons? Like, <laughs> he he like, did red buttons and uh, uh, Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart. I mean, he was doing impressions of people like I mean, half the audience had no idea what he was talking about. I knew Bobcat Goldthwait. At least his material was like mainly like police academy jokes and uh, he was doing. Half the audience probably didn't know what the anybody younger than you know. 32 didn't know doesn't know about police academy too well you know when he came out he was like you guys all thought it was going to be the black guy from police academy i hope you're not disappointed <laughs> and i was a little bit because i was like that guy could do some really cool sound effects really cool oh my god dude I mean, bobcat goldthwaite can do cool whiny grover like noises but not like not like that no he'd make a hell of a podcaster that black guy. oh yeah no that guy jesus i mean you could do you could do a whole movie just character after yeah. character I mean, it'd be an atmospheric podcast. It'd be really? insane. But no, Bobcat was great. The The openers were horrible, but I think maybe that was the plan. Mm-hmm. Have two shitty openers, and he comes out and just like slays the audience. But but what was funny is at the very end, uh, and I thought this was kind of apropos because of all the uh, recent flight attendant news 
I'll, I'll be for the, the aviation news that's been um, predominating the uh, dominating the media recently. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait was telling this story just just this happened just a couple weeks ago. Um, he was on his way from Chicago to New York, and I forgot what airline. But anyway, he's flying, and he said mid-flight, one of the jet engines just blew up. Like he just heard this big boom, and mm. then like the plane just started making a really weird noise. Sucked it, in a goose or something. Well, you know, I mean, at that point, it's like, I could just imagine the myriad emotions just going through your head. It's just like, oh, wow, great, I'm dead. I'm going to die with these people. And so he was saying that, uh, the you know. The card is way back there. Yeah, still. It's like never going to make it to me in time. You know, and I still am a virgin. <laughs> but, but anyway, he was, uh, he was in there, and he was just like, the woman sitting next to him had this screaming child, and he was thinking about punching the baby in the face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was one of the things. He's like, what are they going to do? And then, the, and then the back of the plane was uh, the entire Special Olympics team from Chicago. So it's like the whole <laughs> now, back now, of the this, plane. Is this the Chicago wing of the Special Olympics team or the actual U.S. delegation? I think it must be the Chicago. I don't know. He didn't specify. But I think I really he said it was like a Special, Special Olympics, Olympics yeah. group from Chicago. Sure. And so anyway, uh, he said the he thought that he'd feel you know a little more like comforted if the pi- if the pilot was like freaking out like we're gonna die screaming and you know in the in the in solidarity the, with the pilot well you know screaming over the uh, intercom but instead the pilot was just like really calm just mm-hmm. like they always are just right. like uh, Sully remember Sully Sullenberger yeah he hero just, from Danville would you ever hear the audio of that when no. he. No. The audio of that, it was just like the plane's going down the Hudson, and he wasn't like, holy shit, we're going to die. He was just like, so we're going to be making a quick landing here in the Hudson River. Everybody calm down. Right. You got flotation devices under the seats. Because they're on, you know why? Because they're on like those little white pills that the truckers take for ultimate concentration. No distractions. <laughs> what are they, on Adderall? Benzedrine or something <laughs> like that. Well, he was saying, so Bobcat was saying that the pilot comes over the intercom and is just like, Everybody calm down. We're going to be taking an emergency landing in Cleveland. It's like they're going to have foam all over the runway. And at the end of the runway, there's going to be some fire trucks. <laughs> and uh, I would be like, there's already foam all over my seat. It's a brown foam. <laughs> so he said he, he's sitting there and he's just like, you know, freaking out because he's about to die. You have the woman with a baby screaming next to him, the pilot really calm. And on the back of the plane, all he hears is one of the retards go, fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was just, you know, the, the, I was thinking about that. What would you do in that situation? I already told you, foam the seat. <laughs> Self-foam. I'm going to need a little extra foam under my seat because I don't want to like get any you know, friction burn. So, oh, mission accomplished. You know what I would do? I would do what I've always wanted to do on every flight I've ever taken with a screaming child. Mm-hmm. I would punch that baby square in the fucking face. Really? How how baby often, violence? That's how you want to spend your last couple of minutes. You know, I would, I would. It would be baby. I would be that baby. I'm sorry. You you know, you're going to take the brunt of my aggression mm-hmm. from all the babies that have ever wronged me on airplanes. You'd think that you wouldn't actually say this to the baby. No, I would just walk up to the baby and just cold cock him. Uh-huh. But I mean, it's like you know, every flight I seem to. For some reason, I think it's just Murphy's Law, or maybe it's a bad karma, or maybe maybe Southwest's an anti-Semitic organization. But I'm always sat next to babies. There's babies all over me. And I don't know if it's because if you have a baby that you feel like, well, I'm going to go sit in the back of the plane. No. I, I don't know. Is I, it, is... I know why. Why? Because you're a small guy. So what, they think they can spread out and sit next yeah, to the, the yeah, small no, guy? Yeah, they, they're walking down the aisle. There's all these big fat fucks. 
I'm the same. I mean, not that you're not that you're super small, but I'm the same. Like they walk down the aisle, and there's all these big fat fucks. They choose the seat with like the the you know average to below average size guy to sit next to that person rather than sit next to some huge behemoth you know hippopotamus. Okay, well then, how come the hot chicks on the airplane don't feel the same way? Uh, well, they look at you and they're like, I'm not sitting next to that creep. <laughs> that's, that's the guy that's got the tent in his pants and saliva all over his mouth. <laughs> creepiness surpasses, uh, girth in that situation. Well, you'd think the mom with the kid would be like, I'm so not putting my kid next to that dude that looks like yeah, pedophile. But she, she knows you, she knows you're going <laughs> to be, like a pederast. she knows you're going to be warded off by the child. You're not going to try and hit on her. I would be just annoyed. I've actually moved. I've gotten up I, and I've asked flown, the I've attendant if I can move. Yeah. I've flown a lot, and uh, I, I observe all these dynamics quite a bit. So did you bit read, of an expert. Did you read recently? So, so uh, what, what, the reason I was saying that the, uh, the aviation industry has been in the news recently, obviously you heard about the Stuart folk hero, I forgot his name, Slater, I think his name is. Yeah, he doesn't have an official moniker yet, does he? Like, but they're saying he's, he's become like a bit of a folk hero. Or what you, I don't know. Something like that. JetBlue, this guy's a steward. He ended up, like I guess, getting into an altercation with a female passenger. Kind of a working class hero. Sort of. I mean, he quit the job, take this job and shove it. He quit it in like a, uh, a very provocative way kind of what it was wish fulfillment for a lot of uh americans out johnny there. paycheck johnny I like paycheck the re- i like the reference but really every, i mean they're, they're making him out to be a world a working class hero but really everybody just likes him because everybody's always wanted to go down that slide i've always wanted to they've thought- they've, they've they've you know uh glamorized it so much with like showing you it on the little Piction, uh, pictionary card thing that they give you you know and they always talk about it. you see it but you never get to slide on it what is the slide for? Is the slide for just, I mean, for... Uh, Emergency disembarkation. But, I mean, if, okay, so if you land and the landing gear didn't come out, and you're like, the yeah, maybe. the way you bust out the slide. You maybe just if the landing gear's down, and you need to, if you need to get everybody what else... About, uh, what about water landing? Well, I guess you wouldn't need the slide. No. <laughs> <laughs> you need the, water slide. You need the snorkel at that point. I think, uh, like, if the plane's on fire, have you ever, you know, you, you're trying to get out of the plane, and that old lady's trying to get her bag out, and she's hobbling, shuffling down the aisle? It's not fast. You know, I'm, you need the slide. You need to be able to shove that old lady and let gravity take its course. I'm gonna make an addendum to what I just said. Yeah. So I'd punch the baby, and then I would punch the old lady that was taking her time getting off the plane. That's my bigger dream: is to take the giant uh, carry-on luggage out of the overhead compartment and beat somebody to death with it. Hopefully, it's their luggage. Well, hopefully, you die when the plane lands. Because. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if the passengers would still restrain you, or they'd cheer you on. You'd be the new folk hero. I'd find the biggest piece of luggage and then try and locate whose it was and beat them to death. And just that'd be my thing. Beat the shit out of that yuppie. Yeah, it'd be like not Named instead of Brandon. a stoning, it would be uh, you know a Samsoniting. So this guy Slater got an altercation, uh, bitched the woman out over the microphone, grabbed two beers and slid off the plane and uh, went home. And I think I'd like anal sex with his boyfriend and got yeah. caught by the police he's quite a gay but he but he became like this this folk hero he didn't get caught by his the police having anal sex with his boyfriend that's illegal but he got caught <laughs> as being a guy who but i thought they, inter- I thought they interrupted the, the sodomy well, was, i don't know he quite as interrupt us but not caught as in that's a that's an illegal no okay act. no i mean he wasn't like indicted on a <laughs> buggery, <laughs> of buggery or something but anyway, this, this, this dude, like, all this, everybody had this wish fulfillment, and obviously, you know, uh, 
took this guy's side because, you know, everyone's always wanted to do this. And it was mm-hmm. funny, too, because all these uh, articles came out about what a steward or a stewardess would do in that situation, how stewardess have always wanted to have revenge. I read some article about a stewardess, some stewardess was saying, she's like, what I usually do is I crop dust. <laughs> and, you know, I swear to God that happened to me on my last flight. Is that that's when they walk down the aisles and just fart repeatedly. Because Seems you can't like there'd hear be some it. collateral damage there. I mean, what if I'm the guy on the other side of the aisle that did with those very nice to you? Yeah, no, they, I, I was I was very polite to the steward. <laughs> it's acceptable collateral damage. Well, I think it's because you're paying for all the uh, the assholes on the yeah. plane that you're riding with. Right. So the recent aviation news I find uh, worthy of an intro topic here on Sick and Wrong, because to be quite honest, I am. Sort of like in the middle here. I'm at an impasse of how I would handle myself in this situation. Okay. So uh, this happened on Southwest. I'm sure you heard of it. America's latest folk hero flight attendant. I don't know why these flight attendants are becoming folk heroes. I always thought it was an embarrassing profession. <laughs> if only Woody Guthrie were still around to, to generate a ballad about the flight attendant. You know, I don't know. Uh, the, the latest folk hero flight attendant may be the one on a Southwest Airlines jet who took a 13-month-old baby from her mother after the woman slapped the crying child on the airplane. The flight attendant's actions have set off an intense debate. When and how should bystanders intervene? Hmm. And this is a question I've always wondered. I mean, being an apathetic misanthrope that really couldn't care less about your child other than the fact that it's screaming is completely annoying me. Mm. And I want to stab it in the face with my pen. But, you know, it's, if, if, if a couple rows from you, you hear this woman just, you know, you see her slap her kid. Or you're at the Kmart and you see this, uh, I don't know why you'd be at the Kmart. But if you're my at the Kmart. My weekly trip to the Kmart. What are you talking about? Shopping for your jeans. Did you get those at Kmart? <laughs> But if you're Watch at the Kmart it. shopping for jeans and then you see this uh, woman just slapping the cr- hell out of her kid, when are you going to say you're in a Kmart? <laughs> are, are there still Kmarts? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> there's no K- no, There's still Kmarts, but there are no Kmarts with children in them that aren't being slapped. That's kind of like that's <laughs> the right. zone of Kmart. Right, you're at the Macy's. Every- okay, right. At the Macy's, that's more you're at Macy's, and the woman's uh, egregiously assaulting her kid. In your yeah. mind. Well, what's an egregious assault? A couple slaps on the face? A couple, yeah. One's fine. A little fine. slap on the butt? One's fine. What if it's closed fist? A, that would be a punch. <laughs> <laughs> One's fine. <laughs> okay, what if it's a Texas stomp where it's just <laughs> kids on the ground, mm, pile driver? I don't think I can go for one. <laughs> so, but I'm going to mean, say something after one. You've obviously seen this. I mean, living in Oakland, I'm sure you've seen this. Yeah. Would you intervene? Did you intervene? No, like I said, I'll, I'll go for one. I'll allow it. So wait, you count. So if it's more than one slap, you're going to say something? Probably not. I, I mean, I, I, here's the thing. You always ask me these questions. You try and call me out on my my cherub of justice uh, behavior. <laughs> my brother would intervene. He would probably. Well, maybe I don't know. Jeffrey, he might, he might, Jeffrey's a cherub. He of justice. might join in. I don't think he likes children very much either. Right? I guess not. He probably he probably put a cigarette out on the kid's forehead. <laughs> but. Here's my thing. I probably wouldn't do anything, but I would feel bad about it afterwards if it was multiple slides. So you, you would feel remorseful because you feel like you should have done something. Yes, exactly. I, guilt. I, you know, I think what my sentiment is... With one slap, though, I don't feel guilt. Like, you know what? That mom, got, well, she was at the end of her rope. And, and she probably deserved it. And she it. probably feels really bad after the one slap. But, you know, if it's like one, two, 
seven, eight. Just, and the kid's on the ground, like, Blood prostrate. Just coming yeah. from its nose. I don't think she's feeling bad about Couple it. Couple black point. eyes. Yeah. Uh, one black eye, maybe. The okay. soft spots, all convex <laughs> or concave or whatever. You know, the inward one. Well, you know, my, my sentiment is someone else is going to do it. Someone else is going to step up and be like, don't hit your kid. And then yeah. I can watch the altercation that's going to uh, yeah. that's Passive going to occur. observation. But what if that doesn't happen? What if there is no one else around? Well, that's the thing. We, then what do you do? Well, we live in such a mind-your-own-business and I'll sue you for getting involved society, mm-hmm. that you question. It, it becomes not an issue of, <clears throat> it becomes an issue not of what is right, of what is, you know, legally acceptable. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, so... It's, I, do you really think that's what society's like, though? I think it's kind I, I of passive-aggressive. I think in the moment, it's mind your own business, like exactly what you're saying. But then the passive part is, then. Every, but everyone wants to make laws to keep you from doing anything. I've in seen that, in that sense, they're very much in your business, but they want, it's passive aggressive. They want to do it from a distance and then hope that the, uh, you know, the, the unnamed, unfaceless authorities will, will enforce their will upon your behavior. But, you're, think, but you're perfectly correct. In the, situ- in the immediate situation, people won't do anything. Well, I think it's different, too, because it's, it's, it's parental corporal punishment. And I think it's the mindset of the parent. It's just like, okay, well, this, this parent's philosophy is, you know, Beat the kid. Don't spare the rod. <laughs> you know, it's like how how much of that's acceptable? That's her kid. That's yeah, her child. True. I mean, if the kid's if bleeding 13, from its eyes, okay, it's, maybe. If it's thirteen months old, <laughs> all right, and now, the kid's not is crying because you know the pressure in the airplane is, is killing its head and it can't equalize the pressure because like its sinuses aren't developed yet. I still don't think that's an excuse. It's not an excuse to say something to the mom, or it's not an excuse to not hit the kid. It's not an excuse for a baby to cry, all right? Yeah. That's why you bring duct tape. Duct tape, yeah. See, I wouldn't say anything about duct tape. <laughs> well, so parents on both sides of the corporal punishment debate here agree that hitting a baby that young is wrong. Hmm. But they also empathize with the mother, saying they, that they've been exactly where she found herself, you know, on a flight, stressed out. Trapped on an airplane with virtually no way to distract or console a child. Who, who's empathizing with the mom? Uh, parents on both sides of this, oh. uh, this debate. Just so parents people. That, <laughs> I don't think they're, they're supporting the beating of a 13-month-old infant. Right. But I think they're, they're somewhat empathizing with her. Like, well, I can kind of, you know, I've, I felt like acting, you know, acting out like that too. Except I'm a sane person and I, you know, don't I act on all my impulses. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> But you wonder, though. I mean, they say hitting a baby that young is wrong. Well, how young is it not wrong to hit your child? Like, at what age can you be like, all right, well, I guess I can backhand that kid. And no one's going to say anything. 18 (laughs) months. A year and a half. (laughs) A year and a half. Yeah, they're starting to develop cause and effect, you know, logic. Well... This mother chose to I, uh, to do it when the kid was quite young. I just think it's hilarious how, how uh, when people make this kind of argument, they're like, "Well, she was so stressed out, and I wouldn't do it, but I know where she's coming from." You know, you know, what would uh, not would, would relax this woman and you know ease her stress. Not Worthy? having a fucking kid. Why does everybody have to have a fucking kid? And when you have a kid, you know, people just pretend like, "Oh, you you are burdened with this child, and now you have to go through all this shit." Like, no, you chose to have a kid. Deal with your fucking spawn. I actually not in everyone a, in uses, a logical way. Not everyone uses abortion as a form of birth control. Okay. Well, they should. <laughs> I think they totally should. In fact, I think boxing should be used as a form of birth control. <laughs> 
But uterus punching is that <laughs> just a nice quick uh, the uterus. Maybe that's what I'd do on the my plane was going down. But um, one of one of one of the people here, um, one of the um, I guess this is a Jen Reynolds, a stay at home mom, said, "My biggest question is why didn't anybody else say anything before it got to the point of the baby being slapped?" About what? What do you say? Am I so? So before we were talking about, would you say something if the mom slaps her kid multiple times? But this this dumbass stay at home mom with her stupid ass opinion, she probably wants the view every day. Thinks that somebody should have said something to the mom beforehand because she looked angry or was yelling at the kid. I'm not saying anything to the mom that's yelling at her kid. I think she's saying she was. Someone should have helped this mother. You know, calm down the child. Fuck off, stay-at-home mom. But I mean, but they, okay, maybe if you're another mother with some kind of maternal instinct, but could you imagine, like, yourself in that situation? If you're sitting next to this lady? Yeah. Oh, dude, I, w- I would flip out. Uh, uh, excuse me, ma'am, 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 ma'am. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I'm going to have to intervene here. Look, see this slide whistle sticking in the kid's mouth. Here, <laughs> like, listen to this song. Or maybe Let I me just play a soothing melody. Shut up, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Wackily G there on the slide whistle. <laughs> but no, I mean, what, what are we supposed to say? I'm a, I'm a professional podcaster. This is the way you hold your baby. All right. Good baby. <laughs> this is the way you drop get the, kick the kid down the aisle. Let me get some duct tape for you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, seriously, what do you say? And this, is, and this is kind of the crux of this situation, the debate here. Simply put, most people don't know what to do. It's yeah. one of, they claim it's most one parent, of the, most kid, parents with kids that age don't know what to do. That's the point. Well, this woman here is a spokesperson for the, the Anti-Abuse Commission called the Council of Children and Families. Said mm. it's one of the most helpless feelings, both for the child and the witness, is you don't have, you don't know what to say. Yes, I mean you see a child, you know, but, and so what happened here on this plane is a flight attendant, Beverly McCurley, said she saw this mother hit the child on her face with an open hand. While the father, who was there, was yelling at the mother to stop screaming at the, at the child. Uh, she noted oh that the my. girl had a black eye. The parents said the bruise was from a dog bite. I don't know how a dog bite would give you a black eye, but <laughs> those pit bulls can do amazing things. My dog, um, my dog punched my baby. <laughs> Sorry. And it's not a dingo. Uh, she said the woman also slapped the baby on the legs and then told the child to shut the fuck up. Yeah. The mother later told police that she, quote-unquote, popped the tired tot when the child kicked her because, quote, when she's screaming and she can't hear me say no, that's the only way I can get her to stop. So this is like four pop. or five strikes to this 13-month-old, uh, 11-month, 13-month. 13-month-old child, but with a black eye. Yeah. It's, it's excessive. And the dad's there, and he's telling the mom to stop, but she doesn't stop. And the dad's not taking the child away from the mom. No. See, I would say something to the dad. Like, control your bitch. She's going crazy on this little tot here, mister. I, you know, I might... Which, which actually, like I said before, is what I would think and not say, <laughs> but then would think about why I didn't say something I, later and feel shitty about myself. I might do one of those, like, furtive ring the attendant call button <laughs> and just kind of do a point. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's something Sign going on language. here. <laughs> These people but, are disturbing me. But yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'd say Yet something. Yet I'm too much of a pussy to do anything about it myself. Especially if the dad is bigger than me. <laughs> so apparently the flight attendant took the baby away from the mother, walked to the rear of the plane. She said later the father came back, took the child, and stood there consoling the kid till it fell asleep. Right. 
Put um, some salve on its black eye. The parents in the story were not identified because no charges actually had been filed. Uh, mm. When the fight landed in Albuquerque, which was a scheduled stop, authorities met the parents, but they gave, you know, paramedics checked out the kid, thought the kid was fine. Yeah. Family board another No question about the black eye. The, the paramedics wrote, signed off on the black eye that it was fine. Yeah. They, right. they said it was fine. Mm. So. <sighs> a woman on the edge of the, uh, you know, the edge of her wits. I guess the I guess the point of this is 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 when do you intervene or do you intervene? I think you should intervene when a person with a 13-month-old baby is buying a plane ticket for that baby. Don't take your fucking 13-month-old on a plane. Just, just at don't. that point just walk up and be like you're going to annoy the hell out of every passenger on that plane. Do you realize what you're doing? Yeah. And you're going to annoy the kid. A 13-month-old baby has no place on a, on on a, a airplane. fucking airplane. You know, I'm, I'm thinking kids shouldn't even be on planes till they're at least five. And I, I know parents say like, "Well, I don't ever intend to, but if there's a family emergency, I'm taking." You know what? No. When you have a kid, just block out two years of I'm not flying anywhere. If there's an emergency, the dad will stay home with the kid. I'll go see the family and my dying uncle. Uh, we'll drive there. You know. You know, my my mom said that uh, she used to give me like. A couple shots of brandy mm. when I was a kid, just so I'd pass out. Which yeah, look how you turned out. <laughs> I know. I guess that is quite telling. But I, I wonder is is that wrong to give your kid like a Vicodin or something? I I, actually I think, think it's if, you get, if you really have to take your your thirteen month old or or younger on a plane, I guess I think it's better. That kid should be drugged. Yeah, I have yeah. no problem with drugs in children. So, you know, at an appropriate dosage level. So in conclusion, Wackerly, do you think the flight attendant is a hero, or do you think the flight attendant is a demon? <laughs> Those are my two. This is, this is the Manichaean view. I'm going to have to Manichaean say, explanation I'm to say hero, but you know, in a normal world, I wouldn't go that far to either extreme. I think you just ha- did what had to be done. I think what I would have done... Pragmatic. In that, what I would have done in that situation, put my headphones on and just... Turned up my iPod. <laughs> that is really what the flight attendants are. They're babysitters for like 60 adults. Yeah, 90. no, that, that's really all they are. Yeah, because people are horribly behaved on the plane. And then some of them have spawn. You have to, do, you have to babysit They're even the worse adult behaved. and the spawn. Yeah. And uh, you just hope for those people who just have their iPod and get drunk and fall asleep. I think uh, the moral of the story is just don't fly unless you have to. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good that's I a think good that's lesson. What it is. So good people, life lesson. This is episode two forty here, sick and wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode two thirty nine. We did three listener stories as we always do. Listener one sent a story about maggots that ate his eye. Like was just eating his retinal tissue. Eyeball. Listener two sent a story about the serial killer from Flint, Michigan. And listener three sent in a story about a baby with a mask face. <laughs> Well, deformities ended up winning out. Listener three, the baby mask face ended up winning. The picture did it for everybody. You know, almost all the people were saying that the uh, that the picture convinced them to vote. In well, the we end. told them not to vote until they saw the photo. I think my favorite comment, though, from a voter was the forum being shut down trumps all three of the stories. <laughs> <laughs> the horror. The horror. The horror. And uh, a little more I'm on that. I'm rending my clothes. We're going to weigh on that in on that a little bit later. But yeah, it was quite a shocker this weekend. I think that was probably the biggest news of the weekend was the, the fact that the forum is currently offline. But we'll, we'll be talking about that in a second. 
Uh, people, you know the way sick and wrong works. Wacky and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. Audience votes, and winner gets a sick and wrong care package. You can send your listeners submission to sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. Submit them via Facebook, or you used to be able to submit them through the forum, but uh, now we don't have a forum up there. <laughs> <laughs> so just send it via email. Well, before we get into uh, our stories here for episode 240, a quick word from our newest sponsor. We have two sponsors now, adamandeve.com and audible.com. Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment information and educational programming. You know, we're kind of uh, we're kind of in that rank, aren't we? I guess we're not the leading anymore. <laughs> Our sponsor is. Yeah, maybe we're, we're we're part of the internet's most depraved provider of spoken audio entertainment information educational because we're kind of educational. We're in this top quintile yeah. of Audible uh, <laughs> education on the internet. Content from Audible is downloaded and played back on personal computers, CDs, or iPod players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, audible. I, I have my iPod player. I'm going to listen to my audible.com book. Who wrote that copy? I don't know, but it's great. Audible offers over 80,000 hours of audio programs from 270 content per- partners that include leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine, and newspaper publishers. God, I'm getting sick of this. Podcasters and business information providers. So put it this way, people. If you want to order a book and you're too lazy to fucking read, go to audible.com, type in audiblepodcast.com slash diddle, and you can have someone read the book to you. Did they say business who now and the what's it? Uh, I think there's business information providers. (laughs) I'm going to download the Audible version of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I want because I'm gonna I'm gonna step up my game with this podcasting and become good at it yeah, consciously. And you know, I think it's about time, Mark. It's long overdue. All right, this is gonna change my life. I'm gonna Audible. order Audible.com. How to succeed with Microsoft Excel. <laughs> oh, almost and, lost my beer there, dude. I'm gonna go spreadsheet crazy. <laughs> Because I'm going to learn that. Spread those sheets, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Audible has over 1,000 science and technology books, 1,100 science fiction and fantasy titles. So um, Hell yeah. I think that appeals directly to our audience. So right now, people, go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. So, uh, people, we do got a few folk or a few fine stories here to wear to read. For Don't episode, get ahead of yourself. Episode two thirty nine of Sick and Wrong, and uh, I don't know if you started last week, Wackley, but why don't I kick off this episode with my first listener submission? Yeah. All right. The first story here uh, for episode 239 was sent in by Pete. Pete says, how do you commit elder abuse? I think you need to beat and then piss on your grandmother. Mm. I, I guess like that is method. one way you can do that. I, I think that's probably, I think there's a various ways to commit elder abuse, but that sounds like a very effective method. So thank you, Pete, for pointing that out. He's in a story here from, uh, I think this is Jacksonville, Florida, about a... A mother who was arrested this past weekend after telling police she'd refused to stop her five-year-old son from repeatedly assaulting his disabled grandmother. So the mother is culpable of the behavior of the five-year-old. Yeah. See, that's an age where I'm fully behind beatings. 
everyone, this kid at five years old for beating up his nan. I would have smacked that Go kid on for sure. Let's, let's hear the detail. The victim who called 911 for help, the nana, later told officers that her daughter sat on the couch and watched reality television while the beatings occurred. I just made up that. <laughs> she was watching Jersey Shore. She's like, there's, there's Snooky visions on right now. I'm sorry, Grandma. You're, I know you're getting your ass beat, but that's Snooky. And she's so funny. You made that up. I mean, she probably was really watching reality television, right? Which yeah, did you, no, did you make up is. that she was on the couch or just the reality? <laughs> she actually probably was watching reality. What, what else is there to watch these days? But you said, okay, really clarify this for me. Was she on the couch or Her not? daughter sat on the couch and watched television while the beating occurred. I will bet. I will bet you it was Jersey Shore. Three, I mean, we'll never find out, but I would bet a lot of money that it was reality programming. That's what women watch nowadays. They don't watch... You know, Santa Barbara anymore, General Hospital, One Life to Live. It's reality. I would put, I would wager dollars to donuts that the daughter here watching reality television was Snooky. Who's watching betting, herself? Who's betting dollars and who's betting donuts? I never understand that expression. My dollars to your donuts. That's fair. Yeah. I'll get some discount donuts that cost less than a dollar and I went out. Yeah, either way, even I, if I lose, it's I guess so, for me. yeah, because it probably costs less than a dollar. Anyway, I'm get, like some shitty day old donuts <laughs> that you know to cost like how many dollars in donuts are we betting? Would you quit ruining my uh, Sorry. idiom? Sorry, <laughs> I always thought it was effective because no one. Cause you don't know why? Because it's confusing. Because you throw that out and they're just like. My dollars? <laughs> my don- Why are you giving me donuts for yeah. dollar? I don't understand. You clarify it. later after the bet is over to your advantage. Yeah, but at the time you throw it out and it just catches them off guard. What about demons to diamonds? Well, where are you gonna get a demon? It's an old Atari game. I don't know. You don't <laughs> I that, that, one? that might work. No, but I like it. <laughs> it surprised no, no one like it's kind named, of a Space I'm, Invaders ripoff. I'm surprised no one's named their like emo band that Demons to Diamonds. Quit giving away my ideas. <laughs> Wackily's got a slide whistle emo band. You got to work on that Justin Bieber haircut. Police said <laughs> the older <laughs> police said the older woman had has been released from the hospital seven day, had been released from the hospital seven days earlier and was confined to a wheelchair and a walking aid. And she After struggled the or before before. Oh. That's why she's disabled. And she struggled with debilitating health issues. She lived at this residence, her residence, with her daughter <sighs> Jessica, twenty one years old, and her five year old grandson. Jessica. She told officers that her grandson had been continually assaulting her that morning as a result of simple parenting type issues that arose from his deviant behavior. <laughs> Young Damien with his evil idiosyncrasies. He's so cute. <laughs> he pushed me down the stairs with his tricycle. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's just misbehaving what arose from what though the 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 bad parenting arose from his deviant behavior or or vice versa she's saying it's simple parenting type issues that arose from the the deviant behavior so the but the the, deviant behavior arose from the parenting issues i think they both kind of uh were in a symbiotic relationship they commingled yeah yeah, vicious cycle okay sure she said all this occurred as her daughter refused to attempt to gain control of the child the grandmother was uh this is what happened here the grandmother was sitting in her chair Inside her own residence, when the child grabbed her walker and just began to strike her in the face with it. He then slapped her several times <laughs> and wait, spit wait, wait. on her. How much does a f- five-year-old weigh? 40 pounds? 
I don't know what they weigh these days with childhood obesity being yeah. rampant in this country. In, I'd say, er, yeah, let's say, let's say puberty 60. for girls, you know? I mean, so he's lifting up a walker over his head and beating the crap out of this woman? What is yeah. it, the Hulk? Mini Hulk? I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, this, this kid definitely needs some Ritalin or something. I'm going to take my skepticism and put it in this drawer underneath <laughs> Rollo. Suspend your Let skeptical you beliefs here, okay? okay? All right, let's But he it. did treat his Nana like a pimp. Uh, when she attempted to fend off the boy with her cane, Stay back, sonny. I have my cane. Uh, he pried it away from her and then began to beat her with it. You know, that's, you, don't, you don't whip out the cane unless you can back up the cane. If you, if you have the cane out, use the cane to kill. <laughs> Otherwise, leave it, leave it in its holster. But I think this kid, though, seriously, this kid has, like, supernatural evil powers. Mm-hmm. I actually do think this kid might be Chucky from Child's Play. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, one of those puppets <laughs> from the Puppet Master wearing movie. His, wearing his little good guy's overalls. Or a critter. <laughs> or a gremlin. Uh, she repeatedly cried out to her daughter, help me. And her daughter was only lying feet away on the couch but she refused to restrain the child. She said her daughter ignored her request for help, saying she can't do anything with him, and just continued to watch television. The Jersey... I told you not to give him Fruity Pebbles for breakfast. Now you got to deal with your own bullshit. <laughs> the Jersey Shore is quite engrossing. I can understand. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's like your mom is being beaten by your five-year-old child. I would wait till a commercial break, maybe, to do something. <laughs> you know, you don't I wanna... think they were watching... Uh... One of the Real Housewives variants. <laughs> it, could, it could be that. Yeah. Or I, maybe, think, I think next, next season they're going to do Real Housewives of Oakland. Well, you never know. I can't wait. Be, yeah, that, no, that might be nice. It could have been the Kardashian show. The Kardashian show is yeah. another nice program. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she was admiring Brett Michaels' bandana. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't think he has a reality program anymore. And I don't think that's, really, that's a contest show. Which I, it's a type of reality program, but not the type that I'm thinking of. Oh, okay, you're thinking like a more of a situational reality show. Like the, the Kardashians, the shiftless females who have no job and stay home all day, they prefer the dramatic reality show that shows the trials and tribulations of actual, or sorry, quote actual people <laughs> in quote actual situations. They don't really prefer the the contest type uh, of vehicle. Well, the re- regardless of the nature of the programming, she was obviously too involved with the reality show she was watching to if you don't uh, have come a to t- her grant her mother's you, aid. If you don't have a TiVo, you, you, know, you, got, you can't miss anything. Yeah, that's the thing. So the older woman eventually was able to lock herself in her bedroom in an attempt to protect herself from the child. However, the boy punched and kicked several holes in the door and gained entry into the room. Is this the trailer? Is the door made of balsa wood? <laughs> I can Dude, see that. He is Chucky from Child's Play. Right. He's a very determined little bastard. Uh, at that point, he threw a metal aerosol can at her grandmother, and his grandmother struck her with it. Um, <laughs> an, aeros- an aerosol can. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, hairspray, spray paint, raid, what are we talking about? Does, they they, they don't specify. specify. The grandmother said she was unable to make it to a wheelchair and began exiting the residence, you know, hastily through the front door in an attempt to lock herself in the car. Because I'm the making be haste. To... <laughs> I'm making haste out of my way. I'm picturing like the Terminator kind of thing here. Yeah. Like she's cruising fast. The kid's running after the her. The Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator or the the liquid metal Terminator? <laughs> I think this kid's of the liquid metal variety. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you cannot stop him. Her grandson was able to catch up with her, however. Oh, my Not very fast in a wheelchair. 
She told this is like officers, children of the corn. <laughs> actually becoming a little disturbed. She told the officers he struck her with a mop and knocked her wheelchair to the ground. A After mop. she fell, he stood over her and urinated all over her back and head. When she was able to get back onto her feet, she finally made a call to 911. Uh, police officers responded, ended up arresting the mother. And uh, definitely restraining the evil, evil child. I was going to say, call, call fucking Damien Car- or Ca- Father Karras to fucking bring an exorcism. Do an exorcism? Something, you know, it's seriously. <laughs> this What's kid, wrong with this This kid? kid needed to be exercised. I mean, if I was subjected to the Jersey Shore for every day of my five-year life, I'd probably be pretty fucked up, too. But this kid needs cleansing. I, I want to know who the father is. I'm picturing like nobody, Charles nobody Manson knows. or something. Nobody knows. I don't know. Nobody the Night Stalker. Know. I mean, it's like who, how how could you have such an evil, evil child? <sighs> nature or nurture? You know, I think it's more nurture. You obviously think it's nature. Yeah, I, I think it's. Nature. <clears throat> think I think it's some, reality you think programming. His, <laughs> you think he's a direct descendant of Genghis Khan or something, and he's just asserting his violent dominance. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a combination of both here. Uh, when the officers asked the boy's mother about the incident, she agreed that there had been an argument and said her son and mother, quote unquote, just don't click like they used to. <laughs> I think they had a falling out when the kid was three and was I think, denied I she, grandmother's breast milk. <laughs> I think she ran out of ribbon. She ran out of ribbon candy. That's probably what it was. It was probably the, the ribbon candy. So, Wackerly, would you support the beating of this child? Oh, I mean, he should be kicked in the face. Now, th- this kid, I told you, th- 13 months is way different than five years old. I think this kid should be drowned in holy water. There's something wrong with this kid. This, sh- this kid should be working his fingers to the bone in a sweatshop, in my <laughs> opinion. Or in a, in a coal mine. Yeah, I, I don't know. So on the sick and wrong star scale, there's no, that, that is no way to treat your nana. It's no way to just let your – I mean, I think the real sick person in this is the mom who just sits on the couch and lets this happen because the kid's only going to get worse if you don't do anything about it. you got to stem the tide of bad behavior. I blame, I blame the creature that is Snooky because you look at her misbehavior wow. and you think, well, I want to emulate that because that's, she's on TV. Maybe, so my, she's, maybe, my, maybe my baby's real bad behavior. He'll get on TV <laughs> like the situation <laughs> – on the sick and wrong star scale, I'm giving that a 4.5. He didn't kill the grandmother, although he did piss on her. 4.75. I'm going to give it a 4 because I think there's hope that maybe this kid will have some shit uh, sense knocked into him. Wait, you think this kid's actually... You, what, do you think he has a father? No one treats Somebody a grandmother else. like that who, does, who has a father. I think maybe once the grandma recuperates fully from her, her hospital stay, maybe she'll be the one to beat some sense into him. I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I have serious doubts that this kid's going to grow up to be a respectable human being like Newt Gingrich. He could be the president. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have here for episode 240, Wacker? You ready? I'm ready. Leland sent this in without comment. From Missouri, though. Leland. Yes, Leland. It's an excellent name. Cops confirm that at bottom... Patient stitched. I have a feeling this article might be mechanically translated. Do you know what I mean? It might have been written in Chinese, and then somebody used one of those internet translators to translate it, and then just mildly modified like the grammar to seem sort of normal. Because there's some weird phrases. Is it Chinese? Is it from like a what's that Chinese newspaper that that, that makes those like animated movies? Oh, that one. <laughs> that one? They, no, they. they I think did, it's Korean actually. 
Is it? I, th- I thought recently they did a story about uh, the Taliban training monkey soldiers. Mm-hmm. But but as as uh, you know, as their their credible source of uh, of this story here, they made this video with like just really poor animation yeah. that showed like these Arabic looking figures giving guns like machine guns to like something that vaguely looked like a monkey mm. and much <laughs> with arms i know what you're talking about is it it's either china or south it's korea the people's republic of china's newspaper i think no it's a t- but it's a tv show because they're videos right no man that's a newspaper and it's not, it's online like, they have should- the videos online <laughs> it's a newspaper organization it's a news organization that makes these yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah. They make lots of videos. Where were we? I forgot what, what we were talking about. You were talking about this article you have here. Sent <laughs> oh, in by yeah, Leland. Yeah. Anyways. We digress. A digression over. Back to business. Yeah. Um, so this woman had a baby, right? And in uh, Shenzhen City, they don't exactly have enough gynecologists to have a full-fledged doctor to l- deliver every child, so they use midwives. Hmm. Uh, one y- woman used a midwife, and she's now claiming that her anus was sewn up by said midwife. <laughs> and she suspects that, that the midwife was taking revenge during the patient's labor because of a little bit, a bit of disgruntlement that I'll get into later. Uh, the police have shown that the anus had been sewn shut with black threads. Don't really know why we need to know the color, but they're black. Uh, threads and needle near her bleeding hemorrhoid, which is obviously near her anus, reported Nanfang Daily yesterday, which would have been actually yesterday. This article came out today. I know midwives have some level of medical authority, but when... They basically know where the vagina is and what comes out of it. Yeah, but so then what gives her the right to sew up a woman's anus? What what doctors even sew up anus? Do proctologists sew up anuses? I thought that was something you don't sew up unless you had to. Well, they might sew up a hemorrhoid, though. Okay, so remember those preparation stitches. remember those preparation age commercials where the guy comes out of the office and the wife's sitting there and he's like, Whoo and she goes, You look relieved and he goes, I don't have to have surgery for my hemorrhoids. So what surgery is they would they sew I thought they actually surgically like excise the hemorrhoid. Yeah, but they got to sew up the the you know the remaining the hole. Okay, so that so this woman had been straining so hard during pregnancy, she got a hemorrhoid, and right. the woman sewed up her butthole. She also might have drank a lot of MGD and not eaten a lot of fiber. Those are other sources of hemorrhoids. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the midwife Zhang has is denying it. Uh, the report that the, that she actually did uh, sew up the butthole is conflicting with a previous statement that said the patient's anus was not sealed up and there was no evidence supporting the sewing claim. And that statement was by the Shenzhen Health Bureau and Shenzhen Population and Family Planning Commission on June, July 30th. So in other words, there are a lot of people examining this woman's butthole. China's a gigantic bureaucratic mess, is basically what this is saying. Even this backwater burg of, of Shenzhen City. I don't really know if it's backwater or not. <laughs> There's like seven different organizations Dude, monitoring Shanghai this. Shanghai has the second largest economy to the U.S. Uh, not per capita, though. Maybe not, but I mean, they're definitely more advanced than I think we make them out to be. Yeah, but they have like eight times as many people as we do. So that's just more people to be employed as butthole inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually an official that's job good, title no, no, in China. You're, you're, you're speaking directly to the story. So there's there's like three different organizations 
involved in this woman's delivering this kid. Yeah. And she's still got her butthole sewn up. So it's like, what, what's, if you can have all these people monitoring it, at least you can like prevent a butthole from being sewn shut. Seriously, dude, I'd rather go for Obama's health care plan here. Yeah. We're, we're getting close to this. <laughs> I lost my place. Uh, okay, here we go. Zhang, who is the midwife, claimed that she applied the ligature, which I think is a fancy word for stitches, the, the stitches treatment to cure the woman's bleeding pile... Piles, hemorrhoids, out of generosity. I love that term. Though it violated professional practice, so she wasn't supposed to do this. So wait, she wasn't supposed to stitch up her her butthole. She's a midwife, not a hemorrhoid doctor. So she was just, not a she hemorrhoid. She wife. was doing her a favor. Yeah, but you know, there's a difference between a butthole and a hemorrhoid. Well, she's not a professional. She was just trying to assist. Yeah, that's true. There should be a good Samaritan rule about hemorrhoids, though. Like, you know, if I try and give you the the uh, Heimlich maneuver because you're choking on a, a matzo ball or something, and I break a rib, you know, you can't sue me for a broken rib because I'm trying to save you from choking. I mean, there's, there should be the same thing with hemorrhoids, right? So you think if you're delivering a baby and the hemorrhoid comes out, or maybe, the, the maybe not, or if I'm just staring at your butthole for for another reason, and I see a big hemorrhoid and I try and stitch it up. Because I'm staring at your butthole. <laughs> I like and I accidentally stitch your butthole shut. You shouldn't be able to get pissed off. Like, dude, I'll, I'll cut the stitches. Just, just let me know that I actually, you can't poop anymore. I like how wackily you say you're so apathetic. You're not going to intervene when a mother's beating her child, but yet you'd be like, okay, I'll stitch up that hemorrhoid in your asshole. Well, this is my theoretical, <laughs> my mental theoretical wackily is so helpful. However, let let me close this out. According right. to the patient's husband, the, mo- the mother's husband, which is called also, in other words, the father, he surnamed Chen. I don't know why you need to know that. But the midwife had hinted that he give her extra money before the child's birth on July 23rd, which is a big no-no in communist society. So Tipping she... is not good. Okay, so in, she Because we're, was... we're all workers, right? We're all... We're striving together the labor of the of the of the society, and for me to tip you means that I'm above you, and that you're you know you're performing a service for me. That it's very bourgeois of tipping. So she was requesting a tip. She was hinting at a tip. Hinting at a tip. And Chen actually gave her a tip of a hundred yuan, which is about fifteen dollars U.S., which she thought too meager and sparked her revenge, according to the husband. God, that's some harsh revenge. And this is why the communists don't buy into this whole tipping and gratuity shit, because it just causes problems. And I think they have a point. No, I, I, I kind of agree with you on that side, but God, that's harsh. That's like, she's like, oh, $15, huh? Mm. No butt sex for you. Yeah. Ever. God, that's <laughs> see, horrible. Sorry, I was listening to an outside noise. But yeah, let's see how much it costs to get your uh, wife's uh, asshole cleaned up no, after it's no, impacted with what shit. A- yeah, but I mean, I imagine this guy might have uh, liked to use the back door, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And now it's denied. How long after your, kid, your wife has a kid do you have to not have sex with her because her vagina's all stretched out? It's like a, a week and a half or 90 days. Are or you something? saying because it's painful for the woman or you just can't feel anything? <laughs> I think the doctor tells you not to. <laughs> there's a Martin Lawrence. You're not going to feel anything until about six weeks. There's a, no, there's a Martin Lawrence stand up routine about this, which is actually pretty funny. It was after he had his big freakout where he was like running around on PCP in the streets of Los Angeles. Then he did this like stand-up movie where he talks about how he can't fuck his wife for a certain amount of days. 
You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a follower of the Martin Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> ideology I like you are, Wacker. <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole in my brain, my, the Martin Lawrence rabbit hole. But there's well, a Martin certain, Lawrence said this one time. <laughs> after, your, after your wife you know, passes a, a watermelon through her vagina, you're not supposed to have sex, vaginal sex, for, for a little while to allow her vagina to... Her Virginia to close, you know, to heal. Her vagina to heal, yeah. But that's exactly when you want the the butthole and, and the mouth hole. Exactly, like this guy. I mean, he's he can't have sex with the the regular orifice. Yeah, you know, it's like the only thing he has left now is the mouth. Maybe he should have broke off more than fifteen dollars out of his fucking wallet. <laughs> Although he probably makes like ninety dollars a year, so. Yeah, so 15 probably was a substantial portion of his take-home pay. Yeah, I think the Diamond Council or De Beers, they say that, oh, or the Chinese Diamond Council says something like, uh, four months' salary is, is the traditional amount to not have your butthole, so your wife's butthole, <laughs> so. and two months' salary is good for engagement ring. You know what would be a good reality show? Chinese People's Court. Mm-hmm. What happens there? Do they even have court? Do they even have a judicial system? Actually, I think they do. And, and to, to uh, ironically, maybe this is ironic, maybe it's not, but I think that the Chinese judicial system is probably pretty close to the people's court. What, I mean, In the wait, sense that there's just, just a, a judge and he says this is what's going to happen. There's no jury. There's no jury at all. Yeah, right. it probably it's just, is just judge, judge Judy or Wapner or what's that guy with the baseball bat. They just say... You're wrong. This is what's going to happen. This is what you have to do. It's just one guy. Interesting things happen in China. I think that's a good idea for a reality show. Well, I just think kind of China would be a great reality show. Just put some cameras up and maybe put some, you know, direct. What do they call it a reality? There's the director of a reality show. Yeah, yeah. Make it with a with like a point of view shot. A lot of point of view shots and and interviews. I wouldn't mind even interviewing some of these uh, butthole inspectors. And maybe it's like a real, like it's kind of real, but they make you do it over to get a good, like, vantage point. Like, like, oh, oh could you could you put that that girl baby in the bucket again and shake it around and then dump it to the crocodiles? <laughs> Just, I didn't get a good. The, the lighting was bad, but I, I got this guy. This guy is a big spotlight up here now. I wouldn't mind seeing the dramatic reenactment of her of her discovering her butthole sewn shut. Maybe they'll do a computer animation. of it. That would be nice. So on the sick and wrong star scale, I'm going to give that five stars because no one should have their butthole maliciously sewn shut. How long did it take her to find out? I mean, you try and push one out and it's not going anywhere. Immediately you know something's wrong. I'm giving this one a four too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm giving it a five. Okay. I think it's awful. Well, the third listener submission here uh, came in via Raquel from Newcastle. Wow. Hot name. Raquel writes in, I know, it's such a great stripper name. It's either a stripper name or it's like a 1960s villainess name. Raquel Welsh. Starlet. She was kind of a villain, wasn't she? She she was a starlet. Well, I could see her being a stripper in this day and age. (laughs) In this day and age, she'd probably be a stripper. I think she's still alive. Yeah. I I wouldn't want to see her strip now because she's probably like 80. Not holding up well. So uh, Raquel writes... Do you think white babies would cost more? That's kind you of think my. She's uh, kind of cockney, probably. <laughs> the name like Raquel. That's all. No, that's actually how all women in England talk. Every single one, even yeah. the Queen. Yeah, no, they, it's like cockles <laughs> and muscles. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> I got to speak it at, <laughs> at the Parliament today. 
I got an itchy minge over here, governor. This crown's heavy as shit. <laughs> Couldn't you get one man out of foam rubber? <laughs> I actually learned how English women speak from Monty Python. So, yeah. yeah. So um, South Africa please investigate baby begging scam. Oh. So when you hear a title like that, you think, wow, there's a bunch of babies just kind of going out begging for your right. money. Goo goo gaga yeah, dollar. Like, Give me some money here because I want to buy some... 40 ounces of Mickey's. But, no, it's, <laughs> I don't it's, think they have that in South Africa. Oh, yeah, they probably know. Uh, begging is common at busy intersections in towns and cities across South Africa. So it's very similar to San Francisco in that respect. Very similar. South African police have confirmed that they're investigating a possible syndicate, a very industrious syndicate here, that has been hiring out children to beggars. Wow. It follows a general crackdown on the use of, of children to beg in the capital city, Pretoria. Apparently, 40 children were taken into care after an operation on Friday. Uh, 13 have been returned to their regular families. So what's been happening here is that parents and childminders... I kind of like that term. That's not a good term. Better than babysitter. It's you like, don't, I'm a you don't, child minder. Yeah. You don't want your parents substitute, substitute to be a child minder. I don't, have a, <laughs> I don't have a mom or a dad, but I have a child minder. He minds it's very, me. It's very ominous. Yeah. Um, some parents and child minders were renting out babies to beggars for about 20 rand a day, which equals about $3 or two pounds. It's a very weird economy. Because why wouldn't you just put the kid out there on your own and, and instead of taking rent, you just get all the money? Because obviously the beggars are making more money than the rent off the baby, right? Or maybe it doesn't work. The kid can't beg himself because he can't speak. No, the baby's like less than a year old. Oh, Jesus. I thought yeah. we were talking about toddlers. Under the age of one. <laughs> oh, These are infants here. Jesus. I'm surprised Christ. they cost so little, though. Three bucks. God. Why not? Um, why not rent your baby out? Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's. I don't actually really have much many qualms <laughs> you got, like, about it. Some toothless, crackheaded beggar, but has just like a scrubbed up sort of middle class baby in his arms. Like that baby's not yours. I'm not giving you shit. That's a that's a that's an upper class baby. You crackhead. <laughs> and then the upper class parents are like, shit, it's not working. I just picture some guy with like a mottled afro holding <laughs> this like pristine white child. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You gotta get one that's kind of the same color as you. Yeah, I guess you. Or, or it's just not gonna be convincing. Uh, because then they probably think you stole that child. I'm not giving that person any money. The, a baby thief? No way. Begging is common at busy intersections in towns and cities across South Africa. But I kind of like the fact that they have babies there. I mean, I, I feel it's much more effective because homeless people here in San Francisco just have cardboard signs that say, yeah. like, you know, I, I, the other day, actually, I did give money to this guy. He had a cardboard sign that said, help a Jewish boy through college. He was like some 40-year-old black dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I was like, humor. here, dude. Humor. A quarter. Humor deals it for You're not time. Jewish. Maybe he was. I don't know. Sammy Davis Jr. He was, yeah. Um, but Lost yeah, in, tribe. in San Francisco, they had these like really depressing signs. I mean, I think it'd be... Wouldn't you be more inclined to give a couple, a couple pence to someone holding a baby? Yeah, or if they had a missing limb or something. I mean, just, I see a lot of just cracked out, as you said last week, covered in cockroach homeless people. But they're really not. They're not innovating in the art of begging here. Well, I would be worried though, because a lot of these the the vagrants that roam the streets of San Francisco kind of like look like the vagrants from the road that would probably eat babies. 
Yeah, that's probably true. You know, I think maybe not. Maybe that's not <laughs> Actually, how it works in South Africa. The but... ones I see in San Francisco, they probably wouldn't eat a baby, but they might try to shove it in their crack pipe and smoke it. <laughs> so beggars here carry babies or use children to garner sympathy and larger donations from motorists. Mm-hmm. Uh, police in Pretoria said that seven of the children still in protective custody were babies under the age of one. Well, yeah, you got to get them young. Now, what don't they do in South Africa? It just seems like such a crime-ridden area of the world. They don't not There's... play Vuvuzelas. It's <laughs> one thing I've learned this year. So, I guess in answer to Raquel's question, would a white baby cost more? I mean, I'm assuming... I don't think it would blend in enough. Like you said, it would be clashing and people would think you stole it and they wouldn't give you any money. They might even report you to the police. All right, what about Chinese baby? Same thing, probably. Because I'm thinking... You need a sort of a tan to dark skin baby. I'm thinking Angelina Jolie could make some money. Because she's got what? Like nine? And she might be getting sick of them at this point. Like, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Why did I bring all these children to my home? She could just sort of, you know, turn it into a cash cow. Yeah, no, I think, I think she could make a lot of money. You know who's really got to be pissed is Brad Pitt. What, what is he thinking? Well, you put, you know, at the same time, though, she's not having these children. No. So he doesn't have to worry. To, he doesn't have to have the vagina waiting period. But they're crawling all over his house. Yeah. I guess I'd be annoyed like, Jesus that. Christ. I mean, they, their house is probably so big, he has a wing to himself. And they always, obviously have nannies and everything. That, that's yeah, what always I'm, cracks I'm sure me up when uh, Angelina Jolie does an interview about how, like, you know, about the, the trials and tribulations of motherhood. Like, <laughs> it's like, shut up. The trials and tribulations of motherhood when you're a movie starlet who hasn't actually passed. Well, I guess she passed one of those babies through her vagina. It's just so difficult to write that check yeah. to the nanny every month. Well, yeah. I don't begrudge her for providing a job to a illegal immigrant Guatemalan nanny, but she's not, like, really... Let's just say she's not beating the shit out of the kid on Southwest Flights. On Southwest Flights, I okay. doubt it, although that would be great. That'd make some good tabloid fodder. But you know what, what I was thinking here, and the reason why I... You know, you hear a story about this, and like, wow, these kids are really being exploited, and you want to give this an immediate four stars. I'm going to give it a 3.75. 3.5, actually, because I don't... I actually think rent a baby is a pretty good idea. Think about it. If you had a rent a baby outfit here in San Francisco, and a dude like us, single, you know, thirty-five year old, rent a baby. You look like go to Dolores Park with your baby and be like, "Yeah, the mother died." And you just like think of the sympathy you'd garner. You would be getting so much ass, so sensitive. (laughs) Is there? Do I get a complimentary? Not free for forever, but for the day, do I get a baby buggy? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying, okay. Or do I really want one of those African a sling blanket? things? A papoose? Not, just, not a blanket. A papoose? I'm not, yeah, a papoose. <laughs> I'm not carrying the thing. In, like, I want some sort of a strap. I would want the baby. Because I'm going to be drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes, okay? <laughs> i got to have both hands free. I would, I would want, totally do that. I would want a baby a buggy because you could, like, you know... Put a cooler in there and a couple beers. And on no the bottom shelf. Yeah, the on the bottom shelf. You yeah. just kind of like hang out in the park all day with the baby. Think, I mean, it's a perfect crutch. It's way better than a puppy. Really? I was just about to say, I think puppy's better. No, dude, baby. Because as soon as I, all women want to have a child, it, it, it suddenly... They, they what about... The sense of security, the maternal instinct. They're going to see you and be like, wow, that guy is a provider. What about baby and puppy? Are we talking about one plus one equals three at this point? Do we get a synergistic effect? 
Dude, you'd be having massive orgies. If you had a baby, okay, let's say you I had a couple golden I, retriever I, puppies and you had a, a, you know, a baby and a buggy. I don't think I have enough ejaculate to deal with that sort of situation. God, you'd have to have a lot. You'd have to have huge balls. I don't. You'd have to have an area in that buggy to hold your balls. I only have average sized balls. <laughs> so I'm going to give this a 3.5 because run a baby is a pretty damn good idea. I'm giving it four because I'm imagining what happens when these kids get older than one and I'm imagining Slumdog Millionaire and I'm imagining acid an eyeball. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, once they get old enough, then the only way they can still be saleable is, is you know, deformity. Yeah. No, good point. But I'm still not raising it, because uh, you could still have a deformed baby and get even more ass, because you'll get even more sympathy. We'll see what the listening audience you, you says. You don't want to bump up against the disgust envelope, <laughs> though. I mean, how deformed are we talking? I think you want a cute-ass baby. Yeah, I guess you have to have a but, cute baby. But, oh my god, here we go. Ultimate chick bait. Cute-ass baby. Cute-ass, still puppy fur, golden retriever puppy, but the puppy only has three legs. Oh my god. Ass explosion. Oh my god, that's the holy grail of ass right there. The holy grail combination. <laughs> Would it be immoral of me to open up a puppy mill where I chop the back leg off? Just one. Can the baby miss a finger, or do you want all the fingers there? No, all the fingers. The baby has to be perfect. Okay, the baby's perfect, because what pristine you're doing, child. What you're trying to do is project your genetic nurturing and your, and your genetic... Uh, your quality. Your, your the quality, quality of your quality genes, of your exactly. Genes. But yet your nurture, then your, your nurturing aspect is even getting your, boosted by the fact you had this puppy, a tripod like, puppy, tripod puppy, and they know the puppy didn't come out of your penis, right? Tripod puppy with a perfect. Some baby. of the more stupid hipster chicks, they might not understand the whole the thing that your the puppy. What woman could say no to that? Wow, that's like God, dude. No, that's seriously. like Spanish fly. No, that's real better. Spanish that's fly. better than a vibrator for a chick. They'd see that, and it's just like. Multi orgasms. I might open up an age, an online dating agency for men where I where I give out this type of advice. Yeah, where you maim dogs like cute little puppies. I like yeah, that Wackerly's business that. about renting babies and maiming puppies. That would work. Right. Yeah, that's a good idea, Wackerly. I like where you're going with that. People, we invite you to decide who won episode two forty. Go vote sickandwrongpodcast.com. Uh, before we get to uh, phone calls here, because we've got a few phone calls, got a couple emails I want to get to, and we have to address this forum issue, uh, here's a quick word from our other sponsor, adamandeve.com. Hey, sick and wrong listeners, looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Go to adamandeve.com and enter the coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off just about anything, six free adult DVDs, free shipping, and an extra bonus gift. Go to adamandeve.com for all your sexual needs. They sell dildos, vibrators, butt plugs, strap-ons, cock rings, anything your perverted little mind can imagine. And remember coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. Like your stepdad used to do to you while mom was asleep. So there you go. Adamandeve.com. Just type in DIDDLE when you check out. Get six free porns. And uh, a sex toy of your choice. You know, Wackerly, I just was contacted by Adam and Eve the other day. They're sending me, like, a treasure chest full of sex toys. Did you place a specific order for things? No. She has, like, uh, we have, she, she wants us to review products. So what I was thinking of doing. <laughs> I'm not shoving anything up my ass. No, no, no. What I was thinking of doing is, uh, we. it's been a while since we've done some listener competition. So 
I was thinking we should do some listener competitions and we can send out some Adam and Eve things. <laughs> Dildos, dick sleeves, or whatever. Oh, what? Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I said I'm not going to shove anything up my ass. <laughs> I didn't say I would not use a dick sleeve. So I hope the listener who wins that competition is satisfied with the used dick sleeve. Well, I think actually, you know, one with yours autographs, I think they'd probably enjoy that. Plus, Rollo, you know, he might do some things with a butt plug that I'm not even... I was going to mention Rollo's back, and he's sitting over there. What's up there, Rollo? He's been very quiet. Yeah. How are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. He's been kind of quiet, but uh, it's nice to have you back here in the studio. He's had a busy week. He created a Facebook account, which has got to be really hard with no arms or legs or fingers. Right, and you can't even see the computer because your eyes are sewn shut. But you know, seriously, people, you can go and uh, you can befriend Rollo on Facebook. Yes, I, I'm looking for more female fans. I have lots of male friends, but I'm I'm wanting to meet women with vaginas. <laughs> That's like the highlight of social networking: befriending Rollo. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wacko, we got a few phone calls here. Sticking wrong hotline: two zero six 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 three eight four six is that number. Well, let's get through these calls, and then um, yeah, we'll talk about the. Demise of the Sick and Wrong Forum. How about call number one? Holy shit, Sick and Wrong, what's going on? Hey, this is Dennis from Idaho. I called you a while back about the Meat Slinky story. Yeah, I'm on the forums now as Meat Slinky, just so you guys know. Uh, hey, I just saw the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. Um, I'm a delivery driver up down here in Idaho, and uh, I deliver dirty laundry. And I was following a Coke truck up through the mountains on this uh, little two-lane road. And there tend to be a lot of deer up there, and every so often they'll jump up in front of you. And uh, I'm following this guy. We go around a bend, and this doe comes out. Big ass doe comes out and runs across. A doe is a female deer, as anybody who's ever watched The Sound of Music should know. So, doe is a deer, a female deer. Right. As Julie Andrews instructed <laughs> us on. Thanks for pointing that out. He just say he says doe like everybody knows. <laughs> oh, doe. Okay, doe. Do they even have deer in uh, like in the UK? They have foxes, right? Because they do the fox hunt. I don't think they have deer. I don't think they do. I know they have chavs. They have hedgehogs. <laughs> they do have hedgehogs. Hedgehogs are the UK's version love of deer. Sheep. Oh, they love sheep, but that's in Wales primarily. All right. Runs across the middle of the road and stops, like freezes right in the center. And just as we're turning that bend, the fucking semi's coming the other way, and it's basically standing right in the center of the fucking road, and those motherfuckers hit it dead on. One hit this from the shoulder on, up to the head, and the other one hit the back end, split that motherfucker right in half, like just guts and fucking rib cage and all that shit spilling out all over the fucking road, and it, <laughs> fucking crazy, knocked the head over, and I ran over the skull, heard it pop. But figured I'd share that with you guys. Fucking crazy. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. I'm sure that taxidermist guy was like a few cars behind him. Just stopped and was like, sweet, I'm going to make a sculpture of this guy. Oh, somebody ran over the skull. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> God damn, fucker. That's called shear. A shearing motion. Right. When you run over a skull? No, no. Two, you two solid objects, half? you know, passing adjacent to each other. And, and just... Like a scissor. Ripping the deer in like half. Like a scissor. Yeah, I like how this guy probably swerved to run over the skull. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know he probably did. Yeah, I'm sure. Man, that would have been disgusting. Although maybe he was sicker to to, to avoid to to try and miss it and then go back and get it. <laughs> <laughs> the taxidermist would be sicker. Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, dude from Idaho, for sharing that deer butchering story. 
Maybe it's going to make me sleep better tonight. What's the uh, second call here we got to the uh, Sigmar hotline? This guy's becoming a regular caller, but we don't know his name. We just know his voice. Wrong. I've called a couple of times before and I was just talking about shitting and wanking and fart. Oh, I don't know. This is the moon from the mighty bush. <laughs> Hello, sick and wrong. But he needs to tell us what his real... We talking call about him that. wanking and shitting fish. That, that, you know, that's my favorite English accent. I don't know what yeah. area of England that's from, either. but that's my favorite accent. Yeah, I like it, too. Just talking about wanking. Uh, well, let's hear a little bit more of it. <laughs> I'm just the moon. Say bog roll. Yeah, bog roll. Bog toilet roll. paper. A bog roll is toilet paper. The bog is the toilet, and and it come and so the bog the bog the paper bog roll comes would on be a roll. The, the bog roll. Okay, so this it, guy it would be was like in the if bathroom. we call it toilet roll, but we call it toilet paper. Toilet paper and bog, bog roll. I kind of like it's bog hard to roll better. better. Yeah, I like it too. I'm into that. It's a bog. Bog. Yeah. Make something from his room. It's like you know, like a nineties house. It was like going doof, 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 like mm. that. And I think he was wanking, you know, he got all the bog roll and went into <laughs> Rhythmic the beating and then, in the bog roll. You know, and then after that... I, I, I masturbate into the toilet paper myself. Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. Now I'm confused. He's This guy was obviously <clears throat> dropping the kids off at the pool. He was taking a shit and he was wanking while he was shitting. Or did, is this guy saying he was fucking the bog roll? It sometimes amazes me just how you interpret these stories. More than the story itself. <laughs> this guy, the caller, was staying at a friend's house. No, I'm saying the they guy went out drinking. The, the next this month's morning, he wakes up. Here's a you know a guy across the hall walking to the, to- the toilet, the bog, the loo, and he hears the the toilet paper roll is like brrr. you know you can hear when yeah, somebody's yeah, whipping a lot of paper off the, off the roll. And then he walks back to his room. So this guy, the moon, <laughs> he uh, he figures like that guy just took a bunch of toilet paper into his into his bedroom. What's up with that? And then he starts to hear the rhythmic beating. Okay, all right. And so I like how this guy is so perceptive that early in the morning at right. what his friends doing in private. He's just, he's just nosy, is what he is. He can't, <laughs> I know, have I, I, his own I wonder. Business. It's like I, I mean, I figure the moon, I guess, is a bit omnipotent because it's kind of everywhere, right. but. We're always under his gaze. We are. Yeah. That guy over there is having a wank. You're having a wank down there. What you doing on the moon? <laughs> we have an unhealthy obsession with British culture. Yeah. English culture. I don't know why. You don't know why? Because I admire what I what, what I can never be. Right. Today it went to a kind of crescendo, and the only thing I can think about that compares <laughs> to it is. You know, I guess the uh, the drum break in um, in the air tonight by Phil Collins. You know, it got to that. L O L. I love Genesis. 
I'm trying to get back into that. I love how this guy is like listening to the climactic moment here, and it becomes like that drum beat of that, which is a the driving, a driving. Yeah, that's the bridge of the song, right? And then, it, and it, you know what? And it comes back to the states because Genesis and Phil Collins are most famous for scoring and and uh, you know underscoring the the great show of the '80s, Miami Vice. And definitely in the air tonight is one of those songs. You know, I really wish. Maybe I'm not as good of a wanker as this guy obviously is because with me it just kind of sounds like a Napalm Death song and it's done in like, you know, a minute. Super I don't actually fast. have super, any. Super fast beats is what you're saying. Really fast and it's just kind of done. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah, you should, I, you should treat your member more carefully. Than ah, that. dude, it's, it's called beating off. off for a reason. It's just like fast, done. I'm not sitting there making no, love I, to I, myself. I, you make I, love to yourself for like two I hours. No, I don't make love to myself, but I do. I do use the <laughs> you, long, smooth strokes. So you got the scented candles, no, some cat no. power playing in the background. No, you got your whacker robe, with the, <laughs> the embroidered W. Look. <laughs> As a person who's as a person who's chafed himself before, I know the I know the value of long, smooth strokes. The Svengali of onanism. You also <laughs> you also don't want to get you know because sometimes it does happen. You don't want to get your penis into an actual vagina and the, and, and then not have it feel like the death you know belt the sander death grip. grip. No, that is true. And then and then get a soft on because you're so used to that like death you know orbital sander type motion. I guess uh, you know. So you want to sort of like watch what you're doing. You know, I think it, is, and I'm going to watch what you're climbing. I was going to discuss this a little bit later, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. But there's a reason why guys jerk off in like the really quick napalm death strokes. Really? Because you trained yourself to jerk off really quick. Because you, you don't want your mom to walk. You in. don't want your mom to walk in. That's true. You know, or your girlfriend. But uh, let, let's just finish this call. Uh, and then you know we finished and everything. And uh, that made me think that, you know, can people hear people wanking in, you know, if someone's even in the other room, you know? That was the first time I'd heard it, and I started worrying, can people hear me wanking? Do I make that rhythmic something sound? And, uh, you know, I talked to this other guy who knows him, this guy who was wanking, and he was saying, like, yeah, don't worry, this guy's got loads of problems with his ass. But I'm thinking, what what do problems with his ass have anything to do with him his making problems with his ass? His arsehole. How how would that sound anything remotely similar to wanking? Well, let's find out. Okay. But apparently, you know, this guy, like when he wiped his ass, he'd like get a load of bog roll, like a massive bunch of it, and just like kind of staunch his asshole and kind of like. Like rub it really hard, like an animal or something. And, uh, you know, I- Animals don't actually wipe their asshole; they just shit and walk on. <laughs> Maybe a little shake, but that's it. Yeah, walk on by. Yeah. I have poop. There might be some ridges, residual crap on my butthole, but I just don't care. I might get on your carpet and just rub my legs on the <laughs> ground. If it itches, <laughs> if it scoot, if it doesn't itch, I'm not going to worry about it. Nothing wrong with the ass. Scoot. It might smell, and other animals might like that smell. They might prefer it. <laughs> And why do dogs always shove their noses in a, a bitch's ass? This is a joke? Is it, I don't no, know. I'm just saying it's rhetorical. Oh, oh rhetorical. rhetorical. I, I don't know. Because they like the smell of shit. They like the smell of shit, exactly. Yeah. 
You know, oh yeah, and apparently he shat himself once at the table when they went for a curry. But, you know, I'm not sure what that has anything to do with, you know, wanking. What does that have to do with wanking? So, you know, it kind of worries me a bit. So have you ever heard anyone wanking who was like in the, you know, two doors away from you? Yeah, you know, I'm just curious. Okay, thank you. You know, if, if I lived in a house and with roommates, I lived by myself, but if I lived in a Which house with have. roommates, when I have, yeah. and I heard something that sounded remotely similar to wanking, I would just turn my music up and not listen to them. Obviously, I'm not English. And I, I but that, that was before he had a podcast. Yeah, I guess now I would probably take my microphone and just kind of be like, <laughs> <laughs> this, record an Apex yeah, Twin song or something. Of, of Rollo beating off. <laughs> Of course you would. But yeah, you know, it, it's kind of funny. It's like, I'm the moon and I want to listen to you wank. But what, what I find well, funny... Well, no, I mean, he's like a sociologist. He's wondering about the behavior of the human creature. But what I find interesting about this dude is he's wondering to the point where he actually goes and asks his mate, yeah. hey, buddy, uh, I was listening to him jerking off and it was just really weird. Do you, that do you that guy you live with, he, he sounded like he was beating his mate. And his mate, instead of being like, dude, you were like half a fag for doing that, it was just kind of like... <laughs> No, he just bunches up a lot of toilet paper to wipe the shit out of his asshole. What kind of explanation is that? Yeah, it's a hemorrhoid. Maybe. I, 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 how I like does the, that guy like know the, that? I like the added un- unrelated story about him uh, eating a curry and shitting his pants. <laughs> that was a nice little... That was a flourish. <laughs> that happens that a, a nice lot. Flourish. That happens a lot in the UK. But you know, so what I alluded to before, have you ever been caught whacking? That's why I do the napalm death strokes is because I've been caught. I mean, I've had some, I've had some long-term relationships. I remember my ex-girlfriend I was with for in like the past, you did. five years. Yeah, in the past. <laughs> and it's been a while. Uh, but uh, no, I was this, a relationship this podcasting with, relationship is pretty long. Is this, is this podcasting relationship longer than your longest romantic relationship? No, my longest romantic relationship is five and a half years. Oh, I only have like a half year to go. Five and a half years, but but, I, but it's close. This podcasting relationship—it's about is to become longer. This podcasting relationship is definitely more fulfilling. <laughs> Ew, I'm gross. joking. I'm joking. I hope you. But are. Uh, anyway, I remember like you know when you're in a long-term relationship with someone, you don't always get sex. Obviously, you know that. You know, girls Anybody are girls have mercurial dispositions. Knows that, yes. Yeah, they know that. So you got to jerk off, but there's like this unspoken rule that you can't jerk off. Some women get seriously offended by it. So then you got to go for the sneak jerk, the sneak wank, the quick yeah, wank. Right. It just kind of busts one out really quick. And I think I'm just used to doing that even now, even though no one's going to catch me now. Yeah, it can be fast. But yeah, so it's, it, it's usually fast and that's kind of what I'm used to. But you don't have to be, how do I put this? You don't have to be quick to be fast. You can, because I can get it, I can get I can unload it in like one, two, three long strokes. You're saying you need like 300 rabbit style. No, I'm just saying. No, I don't need 300. I'm just saying real quick. Just boom. Staccato. Bam. Staccato. And I'm just like, yeah, just like, you know, I'm, I'm not like doing these rhythmic like. All right. I mean, I, I, under- <laughs> I can see you calling it. <laughs> you're not a prog rock masturbator. You're, you're a death metal speed. I'm more of a napalm death metal. masturbator. But, you know, maybe I, maybe I should slow it down a bit. You might want to like switch more, it up. Maybe like a journey masturbator give, or something. Give Little D, give Rollo a have you, <laughs> break. Have you ever been caught, though, by your girlfriend? Did you ever when you're a long-term relationship? There's nothing worse than that. 
No, no. I've almost been caught, but I, but I'm when I live with a girl who could potentially come in, even if she just started her 18-hour shift, I always think, what if she barfed and decided to come home? And I, I always, uh, I'm ready to cover up and close the the browser window, and you know, eject the v, the DVD uh, the v, uh, tape out of the VCR. I've almost been caught. <laughs> When's the last time you jacked off to a tape in a VCR? Quite a while ago. I still, <laughs> even, even at that point, I was prepared. But I remember, though, as a kid, you learned to do that. You know, it's like you learned to cover your tracks, CSI, crime scene cleanup. I think the last know? time I was caught was when I was a kid, probably by my mom. I've, since then, never again. No, I remember getting caught I'm by my... my... I'm, I'm like the solid snake. I'm 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 underneath the box and nobody can see me. I'm at the point now. I will never be in a relationship with a girl who's going to be really upset because she caught me masturbating. I'm just not going to go there again. And so the past few relationships, maybe that's why I haven't been in a long term relationship for a while. But the past few relationships I've been in, it's just been like, you're not going to have sex with me? All right, well, I'm just going to wank it. And they're like, whatever, I don't care. But that's fine. But I have had the girlfriend that's been like seriously offended. Like I was insulting her her aesthetic quality you know i was i was insulting her being by masturbating now she walked in on you just hammering on your man no i was like i thought or she, was... she found your your materials no she walked in on me in the act like yeah <laughs> seriously i mean she like walked yeah it was it was horrible because i've had a couple of girls like i said i'm very stealth but i've had a couple of girls find you know the material on the computer or the material check through the history yeah and I've always, I, even the first time it happened, I was just amazed that it was even an issue. Well, that, that's... Like, you're, you're angry and screaming at me because I have pornographic <laughs> pictures on my computer. Really? Really? That, that's what you're angry about? I was kind of... You're, you're angry at the concept that I masturbate? Yeah. And she really was. Why it, would she be it just about fucking that? amazed me. You know what, what bothered me? And wait, that was, it was a key problem with that relationship. What bothered me, exactly, this was a key problem about our relationship, it, it showcased the insecurities, but what bothered me about this whole thing is I actually lied and was saying I wasn't masturbating, even though oh, it was so obvious that she had been standing there. Slope. I know, and I was just like, no, I wasn't, I just, I had an itch down there and I was itching my balls and, you know, one thing you know, led to another, and my, and my dick came out of my pants because my balls really itch. I was like, <laughs> Why making- do you have a huge erection? <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was the worst. Oh, I had this before this whole fabricated process started. But it became like I lied about that, and she's like, "Well, what else have you lied about?" And it was just like it was oh, just Jesus. this. Oh, Don't dude, it, it was horrible. <laughs> it was a slippery slope. It was horrible. So the fact of the matter is. Yes, people can hear you wank. You should probably turn up your music and not listen. And don't be in a relationship with a girl that's going to have an issue with you wanking. Here's my re- recommendation for wanking because it solves all problems. Relationship, if you're in a relationship, out of a relationship, if you have roommates, not roommates, get a shed with a giant padlock. <laughs> <laughs> have it way out in the woods. You know, get a DVD player or you know an e- Ethernet connection or a Wi-Fi connection. Just, just masturbate away from everybody because nobody wants to be around you beating your meat. Well, people, um, you can call the Sigarong Hotline, 206-666-3846. We always love to hear what you got to say. You can also email the show at Podcast at hotmail.com. Kind of ran out of time here to do some emails, but the main reason we're not doing emails, we need to address the great forum calamity. It's like the fucking Holocaust, right? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I was like, you know, it, it seriously, 
I was astonished this weekend. I had no idea that was going to happen. I woke up Sunday afternoon around three and uh, turned turned on the intertubes and uh, looked at the email and there's like thirty emails of people. I was surprised that many people even sent an email saying, "What happened to the forum?" Ooh. And then and then copy and pasting diehards, you know, ominous warning message here. So I, I was shocked. Um, so what happened is ProBoards, who is our former host of the forum, does not permit the posting of adult material, which is quite a surprise <laughs> because we've been on that yeah. fucking site for how long? Thanks for noticing, you fucking assholes. It says, your forum appears to be in violation of this policy. I love how appears long to it be. took them to find that out. Yeah. There's, some, I mean, there's stuff on that site that you can never unsee. I mean, there's things that I've been scarred for life even witnessing. Yeah, it's not there anymore, but <laughs> it's yeah. in my brain. But And most of that stuff has been supplied by Capretta in uh, Australia, but if um, I could amongst upload, others. If among I could others. upload my medulla oblongata, we could recreate the farm, but yet we can't. So. We can't. So uh, they say um, – so what they ended up doing is uh, they actually gave a, an example here of uh, some of the problems – and uh, they said, take take some time to familiar, familiarize yourself with, uh, with with our policies, and they took our site down. So if you go there right now, all you're going to get is um, this message and Die Hard's little message here. And Die Hard, who's been you know an ardent supporter of the show, always been a good buddy of ours, and oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. always Early, supported you know, Sick he, and Wrong. He's, and he's maintained the forum for years. For years. Years. For years, and I'm hoping maybe Die Hard can like put something else up there. I don't know if, or maybe someone else can make a forum. But we, we got some ideas, and I'll get to in a second. So Die Hard says I'm 100 percent willing to work on a new forum whenever you guys are ready. Well, we're definitely ready. We're ready. Yeah. And he goes, if you cannot support the forum on your site, I guess we're not ready for that yet because we <laughs> we don't actually have a site. <laughs> Um, do we? I don't even know if we can host on our site. We're we're making a new site though. <laughs> we we know nothing about the internet. We have some server space somewhere. Out we are in internet the tubes. retarded. I've we already, have we have uh, a sliver of tube somewhere, but I don't really know what what it does or how it works. But I know there's. I know a, how to help. I know how to target this microphone, and then you know how to put turn it in an MP3, and then I and post. It that's to the about tube. it. Yeah, really basic knowledge of the inner tubes. I mean, look at our site, and you can understand that. But we, we, we've had a guy that we're working with to redo the website. So there's going to be a new website soon. But for the time being, I think we need a separate host for the forum. Yeah. So we've had a couple of fans rise to the occasion here. Um, Bester, who is a, a regular poster on the forum. Uh, he long-time made, listener. Long-time listener and a uh, regular poster on the forum. He made a forum called sickandwrongforum.com. Um, an English fan named Matt... Made one called sickandwrong.ssmmdd.co.uk. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I believe it was Iron Man and maybe BK was involved with this too. A made, match made in fucking hell if there ever there was one. <laughs> sickandwrongforum.adultforumhost.com. So there are three forums going on right now. I don't. Uh, maybe, I, I haven't well, checked maybe them more. out These are the only ones that came to your attention. I mean, th- this is sort of like the scattered tribes of Israel right now. Yeah, I, I mean, people. You it know, really we, is. I mean, that's such a. It's an apt analogy. It it is because think about this. All of a sudden, without any forewarning, these people are left without a home. You're, they're just scattered, wandering around the, the tubes. I, I don't even. Know, why were the tribes of Israel scattered? Because the Pharaoh or something? I don't know. God did something with these. <laughs> 
dreidel and got pissed. And <laughs> he slammed his giant dreidel down, and everybody scattered. And they scattered. That's what happened. Like, yeah, Pro like, boards scattered us, and now we're sort of resurrected. Cheesy. Yeah, but that, that's kind of what happened. Pro boards, and we're waiting. We're waiting to resurrect ourselves for the Messiah, the the new true forum, and and I hope we can all get back together. Again. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Should we just throw these forums out there and say these I think are you the- just did? Okay, well, we'll put up links, and uh, you know, wherever the people go, maybe, or we or we can just kind of wait and see, and next week make the announcement. I think we wait and see what happens. I don't want to put any qualifications on which form wins and why it would win, but I think we just see the you know which form develops more a more thriving culture uh, until next week. And if and if Diard creates a new form in that time, yeah, I think that that would be great. Do we want to go longer than one week or? You know, the thing is that our take on the forum has always been kind of a separate entity. Die Hard did that on his own volition. He made this forum separate from our show. I mean, it's obviously affiliated, and we're linked to it. It's, but it's more But than, we never created that forum. I it, agree was, that, it was you people, I agree, fans, I agree that it's it. separate, but it, it is a key part of the show. Oh, and I, I mean, we talk about it every week. Right. And it's, I go there every day. I go day, there every so. day, yeah, all day. I don't yeah, want to belittle it or... Uh, but no, know, I'm just it, saying that it was something created by the people, for the people. And so I and think, I still think it should be separate. And I think, I, you or I don't have a time to maintain a forum and do the show. No, we we just couldn't do it. So that's why I, I this mean, this is a big deal. It's we'll a have big these, transition. these forums out there, and then either next week or the week, maybe next week, we can decide where we're going to go with it. So people, go check it out. There's a few forums to choose from. We'll put a link up on our site, and uh, I'm hoping uh, Die Hard throws one in the mix. It'd be nice. Cause, it's a uh, it's a big decision. I don't want to choose unwisely. I don't, you know, I don't really know how to choose, but I think the people will choose. Maybe, but I still don't want the people to have total control. <laughs> I want some control. Well, I think, okay, we'll look and we'll see, and then next week make our judgment. Next week. Next week. This is, uh, this is this exciting. It's the great forum calamity. There's some drama here on the show. It's like and a it's cliffhanger like, at the, like at like the end of uh, Dexter. Yeah, it's not like we're going to destroy the other forums. I mean, they might go on. They might live on as like apocryphal forums or something. Or, Maybe we could have multiple forums. We'll, we'll see. But people right now. It's chaos. A forum is coming to fruition. There will be a forum soon. It's a, it's a breached birth. Yeah. It's not an easy birth. It's, it's tough. It's a breach birth. This is, it might even end up in a cesarean. It's a crisis. A baby snatching. It's a crisis. But, um, there yeah. Might, there might be a changeling. Well, <laughs> 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 we appreciate your concern, and people, there will be a forum in the near future. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show via iTunes. We say that every week, but it really does help the show. Uh, just do your part. Keep us in the Top Comedy Podcast. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a high rating, five-star rating. We appreciate that. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it gives us great exposure. Also, right now, um, the new Sick and Wrong Tees are available at the Sick and Wrong store. And I know we had a number of people order some tees while I was in Michigan. And I went out yesterday, and I mailed 18 T-shirts. You fulfilled the orders. Good job. All of them just at once. I sent them to Australia. To England, I sent one to Japan. I sent a few like throughout uh, throughout America, but there were like T-shirts going all around the world. Did Wilford Brimley come out and shake your hand for writing a two hundred dollar postage stamp check? It, it, it wasn't cheap, put it that way. So, people, right now we're, we're we still have a few T-shirts left, but get your order in. We get the new Cigarong shirt, and it is the best way to support the show and look cool at the same time. Yeah, it's it's just it, it's it's a win-win situation for everyone. Uh, finally, here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was provided by 
anti-tank dog, who uh, sent us a gift as well. And I kind of want to mention this. Rollo, do you, do you mind if I have this here? You're kind of sitting on the card. No, take it, fine. All right. You know, I, I, I actually keep Rollo away from that liquor. Because uh, I've noticed that the I've, I've noticed since I, Rollo, I've been waiting all night. With, now I can live. You know, I've noticed since Rollo kind of uh, moved into my 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 place here. Yes, the levels of the Jameson and the Jagermeister in my freezer have kind of been evaporating. I don't think it's me sleepwalking. I think it's I think it's Rollo. Uh, consider hussy you bring home. <laughs> so anti-tank dog sent us a package. He writes anti-tank dog here. Been a listener for a few years. Semi-active on the forum. See which forum he chooses to go to. He's, he was super active. Yeah, he posted some great videos. He goes, I sent you some booze. Thank you for the awesome show as well as some music uh, to check out. The music is a studio project called, and I love this name, The Schlongs from Hell. <laughs> Schlongs from Hell. Main band consists of myself on guitar, bass, and vocals. God, he does everything. And a friend of mine on drums, keyboards, backing vocals. So it's just two guys, oh. kind of like us. Yeah. He goes, check out the music. If you find anything worthy, the Song of the Week slot on your show would certainly be an honor. You know what? The reason, the main reason we're giving this to you is because you sent us, like, Jameson Reserve yes. and, a bo- and a fifth of Jaeger. So, uh, that's yeah, not you've, um, you've bought the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week position. But uh, you also, no, but you, you know you also that, brought our love. You remember those videos of the dude working in the 3M factory and driving the golf cart into, like, the huge stack of like janitorial buckets and, and that's anti tank talk right yeah that's anti tank that's why we're playing his band no but seriously that that is the reason i mean i, I that's love, the greatest video i've ever seen in my I life i love being plied with alcohol but but the fact of the matter is you impress us with those videos so uh we'd play your band anyway i still watch it every week <laughs> he says um we also produce some adam and eve promos for you so uh feel free to use any you like i would Definitely love to do that. He goes, we're not trying to make it get signed or any of that bullshit. We just think we make a decent, funny music and would like to accumulate as many listeners as possible. So they have a website at ReverbNation.com slash The Schlongs from Hell, and it's S-H-L-O-N-G-S from Hell. And a Cafe Press store, CafePress.com, Schlongs from Hell. If it's not your cup of tea, no worries. Enjoy the Jameson and the Jaeger. Choke on it, fuckers. Hope the booth selections are acceptable. Actually, they're more than acceptable. Thank you, Anti-Tank Dog. So we're going to end the show here with um, a song from the Schlongs from Hell. Yes. I think it's like my new favorite band name. And uh, I might actually have to go check out their Cafe Press store because uh, think how cool you'd be rocking a Schlongs from Hell shirt. It's got to be a conversation piece at the bar. Definitely. Right? Yeah. Some I mean, girl will ask you what the hell that means. I mean, you might not have, you might not get laid if you had like a, you know, a maimed puppy with an amputated limb, but close. I might add that to the trifecta. Yeah. Thank you, Anti-Tank uh, Dog, for contributing to uh, our alcoholism. We appreciate that. We also love to receive gifts from people here on the show. People, we'll be back next week, episode 241. Oh, man, that's getting up there. Till then, take it sleazy. Podcasting Grandpa.
right, sick and wrong. This is my uh, drunk dial line. I'm not drunk currently, but I will be later. Um, so I'm a banker at a grocery store that's well-known on the east side. But anyway, so I was cleaning up a, uh, a bathroom. This is my shit store. And um, there was a used banana that somebody had tried to shove up their ass and was all crumpled up and shit-covered on the toilet seat. So I proceeded to knock it off with the toilet brush into the toilet because I'm not touching that shit. So, yeah, there it is. Bye-bye.